and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, your host, Daniel Jackson. And today we have on the show, we have Angela Shakti Sparks. Angela, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, chat with you tonight and see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited to actually have you on here. It's, it's been a little bit uh, configuring schedules and stuff like that, but you know what? Like we always be talking about, life gets in the way. We have we have things to do. We have things to take care of, but uh, the universe has, has us here together doing this when we're supposed to be doing it and not when we always plan to do it, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a crazy month and it's actually been a good reminder to come back to all of my practices. <laughs> Right. Well, you you just moved, correct? Yes. Um, recently moved from Austin, Texas to Omaha, Nebraska. And then just, there, you know, it's been a, we've actually been here a year, but it's, there's been a lot of changes with our situation lately. So it's, uh, it's been interesting. Keep, life is keeping us on our toes. How long were you out in Austin, Texas? Uh, so I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, then I lived in Austin since 2004. So what is your take on the drivers out in Texas? Because my wife and I moved from Delaware out here to Arizona and came through Texas. And the drivers out there were absolutely horrible. So uh, what, what, is your, what is your take on that? They are. They're, they're uh, in Dallas. They like to drive this close to each other. In they Houston, do. they're just really fast and all over the place in Austin. Don't ever go through a green light right away. You got to wait for the people, all the people going through the red light before you go. Yeah. I will make sure hopefully that I never have to go through Texas again. Cause man, that was just a, a miserable time, but this, especially uh, uh, El Paso. Oh my goodness. That was, that was horrible, but we made it here in uh, Arizona. So we're okay. Safe and sound, but, I'll, but I'll tell you, even here in Arizona, the drivers take a lot of risks. They just pull right up in front of you, and you just have to go with the flow. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. I, I thought Delaware and New Jersey was bad where I'm originally from, but, man, this place takes the cake. So you um, you have a book out, correct? Yes. Uh, it's actually – I have a copy right here. So it's actually um, a compilation book that is uh, me and I believe it was 18 other or 19 other women. And we just wrote part of the story of, uh, you know, like one aspect of our life. Um, and, and is yours called Reigniting My Spark? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and you said there's others who wrote this book along with you or, or was, is this a collaboration that you did or did you, or did they ask you to, Hey, write a part of this book? So it's a collaboration. So it's just um, different women writing stories to, you know, bring people hope. Uh, I wrote about being an empath and how I discovered that I was an empath and, you know, I was uh, depressed much of my life. I dealt with a lot of anxiety and physical health issues. And so just, you know, that whole process of how I realized, oh, I'm an empath and what that means and how I was able to shift out of that. And when was it that you just that you found out you were an empath? It was back in I was in my 30s and I was 
really, really depressed, like laying on the floor every day, crying, wishing I was dead. Um, I was married to my current husband at the time, and he was what I felt was the only good thing that I still had left in my life. And then one day he said he wasn't happy. And so um, I was like, wow, if I don't do something about this, like, you know, what's going to happen? I'm, I, I'm not dying. I keep waking up every day. I'm right. miserable. Um, so I just was like, I've got to do something. I can't live like this anymore. So basically I felt like I had fallen to the bottom of a really deep abyss. Sure. And sure. like, I was at my very bottom and I was determined though, to climb my way out and do whatever it took to, to figure things out. And when you did that, did you have to do that on your own since he felt as though he was unhappy? Did he did he try to support you in a, in in that type of way, or was he just like you know, hey, you know, you got to figure this out. I'm I'm here, but you got to figure this out. Yeah, I actually went and stayed with my sister for a few weeks. Sure. And then my husband and I would get together and have some conversations. And in the meantime, I was doing a lot of praying. And I came across uh, some books and some other resources. And then I came across a book about what it was, what it meant to be an empath. And I was like, holy shit, this is exactly, this is my life. Right. Um, which was awesome because then it, it gave me the tools to start digging my way out of that hole I was in. But in, in the beginning, did you know it was called uh, or being called uh, being an empath? Did you understand that? Or are you just going, what, how, do, how do you Google something that you don't know what you are? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't even remember what I Googled. It may be something about depression. And again, I think, you know, the universe brings you resources when you need them. And I just I came across a book and, I, you know, it was about being energy sensitive maybe is what the, it said in there somewhere. And I was like, hmm, it kind of sparked my interest. And then it started, you know, I started reading what the symptoms are, or I say symptoms, not symptoms, but oh, yeah, you know, they're pretty much symptoms. I mean, kind of yeah. symptoms, right? Like, what does it mean to be energy sensitive, to be an empath? And as I started reading them, everyone fit what I was going through. Right. Sure. I mean, just like, just like having a, an illness, more or less, you, it, it, you got to see what the symptoms are. I mean, because, I mean, how do you type in, you Google in, okay, today, uh, for the last 10 years, I feel like WTF. I mean, you, you can't, that's, you know, and, and that's what it feels like. It's like, what the heck is going on here? Why do I feel this way? And how do you, you how do you describe that when you're trying to find out what it is, even though we have this source of Google, but holy crap, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, it had to be very difficult just trying to figure it out. I mean, because everybody else, you know, if you got something else, if you have ADHD or something like that, I mean, to have a name for it now, when I was a kid, you weren't called that. You were called a dreamer or you just, you were just high spirited because you weren't paying attention. You were just doing something else. Now they have a, now they have a, a, a label for it. So by finding this label, I mean, for, for taking on other people's feelings and picking up on the feelings, I mean, that's pretty extraordinary if you ask me. Yeah, and that's it, it, I'm really passionate about it right now because what I'm finding as as I work with people because I work with um, a lot of people that have chronic health conditions. That's one of the 
main things that that people who are energy sensitive have is you'll find that when there's a chronic health condition that they can't find an answer for the doctor doesn't know things look fine but they're a hot mess you know it's like what is going on physically what I find when I visit with them and talk with them is like you're you're an empath you're energetically sensitive yes and you know so you're taking on every every all the energy around you you're taking on other people's thoughts emotions uh the negative energy that's which is so much of right now it's like you're taking it all into your body right kind of like a like a like spock used to do the mind meld thing you know where you're, you're connecting with them but you're not trying to do it you know you, it's just happening more or less i, I talked to a girl yesterday but she kept just telling me no i'm adhd i said no 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 you're an empath big time because I pick up on yeah. not being a medium, but, uh, and as my wife, my wife is also an empath as well. They, there are some people like yourself who wanted to explore more to, to try to find out what it really means instead of just going, oh yeah, I guess I'm that, I don't know, and being okay with it. But that's a good thing. So on your path to, to finding out, uh, did you, uh, did you go back to your husband and say, hey, I think I found out what's going on here? So, um, he was, he kind of saw this stuff as woo woo when I first, so I, I couldn't really talk with him about it, but really it was just working on the depression piece because at yeah. the time I was depressed and he couldn't help me. He didn't know what to do to help me. And so he, you know, was at his, the end of his rope. Um, he didn't know what to do. Um, so we just had conversations and we agreed, you know, that we did love each other and then we wanted to work on things. So you know, eventually I, I moved back in, but I tried to just really give him space and just continue to do the work on myself. Sure. Um, and, you know, it was, it was probably a two year process, I would say before, um, before things really, you know, got yeah. back on track, yeah. but I mean, worth it. Now I saw when you are, I'm, I'm guessing you did when you were younger, cause you just said, uh, as you were saying, you, you were feeling all this kind of way in your 30s, and I'm like looking at you like, well, you already, you only look like you're in your 30s. So I was like, what does she mean by that? But, uh, but uh, 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 I, I'm guessing when you were younger, you, uh, I saw that you studied uh, dance back in Texas in college. Now, when you were doing that, was that was that helping in any way when you were doing that? Because I'm sure you felt this a lot through your life. Yeah, actually, dance has been one of the things that really, um, when I'm dancing, I'm in the present moment. Yeah, and you're in the zone. All that other stuff is not there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're in the zone. And that's like for me with riding a motorcycle, you know, I just, I can meditate here at home or if I get on my bike, I'm in the zone and I'm not thinking about anything else and everything else starts coming through clearly. Do you still keep up with doing dancing? Yeah, so actually I was a professional belly dancer, not ballet, but belly dancer. I was going to, my wife used to, used to belly dance as well. And then she was also an ice skater, but I was looking at some of the pictures. I was like, looks like the belly dance type of contest or a con- yeah, yeah. type of uh, costume you wore. Yeah. All the, I did both the sparkly kind and the very tribal kind. I danced with a 50 pound snake. And, oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. So in Austin, I actually um, danced a lot, performed at weddings and the Texas Renaissance Festival. Did you do little jingy jingy little bell things on your fingers and everything? Sword, balance the sword on my head. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever cut your head with the sword or no? Or no. Yeah. 
I cut my finger before. It was very, very sharp blade. Oh, and you and you said you were doing doing this dance with a fifty pound snake too. I mean, that's mm -hmm. were you singing Alice Cooper songs or something like that? No, I'm sure you weren't. But uh, but that's kind of uh, a little different. I don't, I didn't know that that was involved in that. But okay. But uh, do you do that still a lot, or just like uh, it's like a side type of thing you do when you're have time to do yeah, it. Yeah, um, Omaha doesn't quite have the same market, but um, <laughs> if you teach one class a week and then, you know, dance around the house, you know, that I love, like you said, it's it, it puts you in that meditative state. So sometimes I'll just put some music on and... Just... What does Omaha have to offer? <laughs> um, eating is a sport here. <laughs> is it? Awesome. Yeah, they, there's a lot of big people over there. They're all eating and getting... <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, I guess, like uh, trying a lot of restaurants. Sure. Yeah, we're um, doing the same thing here. We don't know all the places here. So we're all, because everyone we run into here, because they've been here forever, always tells us, oh, there's no place to eat. But I mean, we have two Jack in the Boxes, we have Burger King, two McDonald's, I mean, all kinds of stuff there, but other restaurants as well. Uh, we have this one called the uh, Mandalay or something like that. I keep calling it the Mandalorian. I don't know why. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, but they have awesome food. So you've been here totally a year now, but back and forth kind of doing stuff. Now I'm sure you have a feel for the place. Have you found any type of uh, energe energetic type businesses like uh, like a rock store or 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 somebody who does has meditation classes or anything like that around you? Um, it's not a huge. They do have they they've had some healing fairs. Um, so there are some people here. It's a smaller community. I have not found a good crystal shop. There is one. There's a crystal oh, shop. Wow. Um, back in Austin, we had Nature's Treasures, which had outdoor, all the raw. I love all the big raw crystal pieces. Um, there's nothing like that here. I've actually been thinking about going to either Arizona or Colorado to one of the rock and gym shows because I'm... Uh, not that I don't have a hundred of crystals around me already, but <laughs> there is a big, we heard about it, but, there, but it's already gone. It starts in January and it's, it runs from January to February for two months over in the Western part of Arizona. And it's in this town and it's the whole town. It takes up the whole town and they do it for two months. And there's just all these, it's just booth after booth after booth, gazillions all over the whole freaking town for all these rocks and crystals and stuff like that. my, but my wife and I had just, uh, we had only been here six weeks uh, and I got the flu and I was in, uh, I was in bed for three and a half weeks and uh, lost 30 pounds too, which is um, crazy. You know, Jenny Craig doesn't have shit on me, but, uh, but we we're, we're hoping to go next year if we can, if we can get out there because it's like a four hour drive just from where we are. So, so you're not finding that. So, so the only thing that's really um, going on in Nebraska is uh, you, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are. So, um, so when my husband and I moved here, we came and started a chiropractic clinic franchise. Really? And so I had I had put my my personal practice, my healing practice, and everything uh, on a bit of a pause. Plus, I didn't have any contacts here, and so. Um, I was helping build the business. So this past month, some things have been shifting with that. And also I'm really feeling called. I'm, I'm getting that um, 
um, is starting to eat away at me that I haven't been doing using my gifts and doing what I meant to do. Right. And so I'm really ready to, to, to get back to, to working with people and helping people because it is what brings me joy. And so it's time. Yeah, absolutely. And when, when you, when you were saying that you're, um, I'm feeling that itch and stuff like that. So when I, when I get answers from uh, spirit and stuff like that, they actually literally touch my face uh, for you, for yes and no answers, but most of the time they just put thoughts in and, and stuff like that. And then I just, it's my thought, but everything's turning out like 99.9% right. But uh, they touch, but so as you were saying that stuff, they were saying, yes, yes, yes. You're being, they're, they're, they're giving you that itch again because you're supposed to be doing this and not, not holding back anymore. Now, so you started up a, a chiropractic business. Is your husband a doctor? No, we just own the business. We both oh, awesome. adjusted once a week ourselves and we had a similar business back in Austin. Uh, so we came up here. We both have some family up here. Um, more of his immediate family is in the, the this Nebraska and Colorado. We were just wanting a change. Austin's getting a little crazy. Do you have to, when you go for your, uh, for your adjustment, do you have to set up an appointment for yourself or because you own the business, you just walk in and say, all right, it's time to get crack lacking over here. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> we awesome. just yes. Yeah, yes. man. Hey, you know, free crack lacking. Why not? You know, my wife and I love going to a chiropractor. We, we haven't found one yet to go here yet. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, so let me see. Let me look around what you got here. Um, so, of course, you're friends with uh, Sarah McGuire. Of course, that's how I found you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so what is this? I was looking around, and, and I wrote down these two words. It says uh, involved energies. Explain that to me. Oh, yeah. So evolved energetics is what I'm calling the... Um, so I have uh, channeled a type of energy healing so you you know people know reiki which uses different symbols but there's also like healing touch and um re matrix anyway you know there's other ones i don't know all their their names but yeah but it's one that channeled through me um many years ago it when it first came through i didn't know what to, i didn't even know what it was it's like the energy moves through my body um but now that i work with it more and it's continually evolving so evolved energetic seemed like a fitting name uh, but it's like every time i work with somebody it's different so it has a few patterns of energy that i use to start uh, to open and close the sessions it works with sacred geometry it works with the chakra system the way the energy moves, it, it's different for every single person. So it's very tailored and specific versus like Reiki uses, you know, they have their set of symbols and they use it with this. It's like whatever that person needs comes through. And then I also get um, different uh, messages, uh, you know, about so sometimes like it'll say, for example, their inner child is asking for help or um, or some aspect of their life to look at you know, maybe a block in a certain chakra. So a message will come through that I can then share with them. Do you know where this energy is coming from specifically? Um, I mean... <laughs> would, you, would you like me to tell you? Because I know who it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and we'll see. Uh, like, I have so, a couple ideas, but... <laughs> oh, I don't know. So uh, about... 
Let's see. I've been doing this for about six years now. So about four years ago or five years ago. Uh, no, no, yeah, almost almost three and a half to four years ago. I was had some friends at my house and they're both mediums. And one of them was sitting with her back to me. And we were talking, we're in there. My wife was talking to the other woman, her mom, and then uh, and this other girl in front of me, she's also a medical medium and uh, and also a hypnotist. And we'll get into that later, right, lady? And uh, so uh, she was sitting her, with her back to me. And I just happened to turn around because I see spirit 24 7 and never turns off. I see them everywhere. And I found out at this moment, I can see the ones that are inside people because I turned around. And when I looked at her back, I saw a face in her back. And I said to them, is that her soul? And I got a yes. And I said, it looks crooked and it looks like there's a deviation in it. I said, can I fix that? And they, because I, because they put it in and they said, fix. I heard fix. And I said, can I fix that? And they said, yes. I said, what do I do? And I heard, put your hands on her shoulders and then concentrate and just watch what happens. And I said, okay. So I said to my friend, her name is Miriam. She's been on the show. I said, Miriam, I said, um, I just looked in your back and I saw your soul. She's like, what? I said, yeah, I saw your soul. She's like, I know you see a lot of stuff. I said, well, obviously now I can see them inside people. I said, but your soul is crooked. And I said, do you have some pain going on in your left shoulder? And she said, how the hell did you know about that? And I said, well, I see a deviation in the soul. It's like a pit in there and it looks, and it's crooked. So, and it's crooked. It's leaning, you know, to the, to the left. I said, so that's how I know it. She said, I wasn't even going to come today because I have such a bad pain in my shoulder that it was giving me such a migraine that I was not going to tell, come today. But mom said, just try to deal with it. And, and so, I, and our mom gave her some energy and she made it there. And I said, yeah, I said, well, they're telling me that I can fix it. Do you mind if I try? And she said, no, go right ahead. I stood up and I closed my eyes and I put my hands on her shoulders and she went, oh, and I was like, you okay? She's like, I've never felt that in before. I said, well, she said, just warm heat just came in. I said, okay, well, let's go have at it. So I, I sit there and when I closed my eyes, I saw these pulses of white energy going through, with my eyes closed. I could still see my arms, just white. And I saw these pulses going through. And then I watched the soul. I watched it go. Eh, and then I watched the whole deviation go and close right up. And I said, Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit extra energy here, and I'm done. And she's like, the headache's gone. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, really. And she says, what do you call that? I said, I don't know. And then I heard in my mind, as they told me, soul alignment. And I went, soul alignment. And she's like, well, it worked. I said, okay. Now, where it's coming from, because he touches me right here, and when I get it, feels like a letter L, just like that. And you're getting it from the same place. And his name is Archangel Michael. And that's where the energy is coming from. It's evolving for you, but it's evolving for you in stages so you can learn how to do it in stages. Because if it would come all at once, uh, he tells me it would freak you out. So, uh, so he's bringing it to you in stages. Let me ask, 
It'll yeah. no longer be in stages within the next six months to the year. You'll be full on. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. I just had full body chills, which is always, which is my tell when something is totally true. Yes. Um, I work a lot with him him too. Like, yeah, there's like a light aspect too. That's starting to come through. It's like working with, with the the divine rays of light. And, um, I sound is even starting to, although I hold myself back on that because, you know, um, not everybody knows what light language is. And so, well, do you, people, you know, archangels, we give them these certain names, but that's not their real names. Their real names, we can't pronounce their real names because this is going to kick in for you because their names are a vibrational sound. Yeah. It's more like a, oh, that's their sound. Even when you yeah, get back home. Yes, when you get back home, and they're gonna they're gonna call you Angela. Some people, but some people are gonna in the background gonna call you. They're gonna go, oh, and you're gonna go, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, but yeah, absolutely. How do you implement this into what you do, or how did you start to implement that into what you do? Uh, I started just practicing on a few friends that were willing to. <laughs> Try something new. <laughs> good to have good friends, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because we got to have guinea pigs in this world for some things, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing that type of healing work? Uh, uh, how long has it been going on for? So that has been about two years, um, but not, you know, not super consistent at right. this point. Um, yeah. And the reason why it's not uh, super consistent is because they they are teaching you patience. That's why. So it's not so it's not anything that they are doing uh, purposely to uh, like you're not doing it well enough or anything. They're just trying to teach you patience with it. But it'll it, it's all going to come to you uh, within the next six months to a year anyway. So uh, so awesome. um, ready? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So let's talk about your, uh, let me get this right here, your uh, hypnotherapy energy medicine. What is that? Explain that to my audience. Yes. So actually, I have a ton of tools and practices. So I studied energy medicine for a, a couple of years through Donna Eden's style of energy medicine. So basically, that's working with the also the chakra system again, but um, the energy meridians, like the Chinese acupuncture um, meridians. Um, so different holds you can do, uh, to different ways to move energy combined with different emotional processing tools and practices. Um, tapping is one people might know, um, but there's other ones too, just other ways to, to process emotions. So you don't hold them in your body. And then the, um, the, the type of Hypnotherapy I do is is a very neuroling and NLP based. So it's like neurolinguistic programming. So I mean, really, if you think about it, hypnosis is just a deep a meditative state. So you're just right. guiding somebody into a meditative state, and then I use a process called timeline therapy to help them work through different things, heal things at the root cause. For example, um, good for trauma clearing, but with letting go. Uh, like uh, like the depression that you had, uh, finding out with being an empath, you had to learn to let it go. I mean, you could go to a doctor and he can give you a bunch of pills for it, and then 
and then he can try, try to talk you through it. Uh, but you don't really need him because you can actually just do it on your own uh, without having to pay him thousands of dollars. But you can you can find out these ways to do these things on your own or in a more um, what we would call a holistic way, I, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And what's really cool is because when I first um, started you know, realizing I was an empath and finding tools, the processes I used took a lot longer. So I used the emotion code and tapping and they're both great tools, but it's like, you have to work with each thing. When you, when you do the hypnotherapy and the timeline therapy, you, and you go to the root cause, it clears all that energy on your timeline. You don't have to relive the event. You're not going back into it and it's fast. So versus rather than having to go to every event, you get that root one and it it carries, it energetically clears everything moving forward. So it's very fast. Um, And yeah. And then once you learn them, you can do them yourself. You know, you could have somebody guide you through, but you can also, once you learn how to work with it, you can absolutely use it yourself. Yeah. Because, uh, and and people, that's what people want to do. I would think because uh, nowadays people want a want a quick fix for everything. But as as we know, uh, being energy energy workers, it's not always going to be a quick fix. But it can be eventually once you learn the processes, and that's what it takes. And but learning the processes is is a process in itself because you have to learn how to do this. This isn't just something that you can take a pill for and go, okay, I mean, I'm going to get in that moment now, zing, and then we're going to take care of this stuff, but it doesn't happen that way. Correct. Exactly. And that's a good point. Um, I have a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And, and I, something that's coming to mind that I would love to remind people too, is with any practice, it's, you know, you can learn the tools and you'll see that they work. And then, you know, this past month is an example for me. And then sometimes life comes at you and you, you some of the tools fall away. As long as you, you you're, they're still there, you have them, just remembering to come back to them. It's just like right. a yoga or meditation practice, right? Like you're doing it good for a while, then you kind of don't do it as frequently. And then you realize all that. Uh, and you know, negativity and other stuff starts to creep back in. They're like, oh, it's got to go back to my practices. Um, and they're simple and you can bring them in throughout your day. But yeah, just coming back to it. When you do a session with someone, uh, do you recommend that they like record the session uh, so they can pay attention to what's going on, uh, the, the things that you're doing so they can learn this or possibly you sit down with them and say, okay, here's what you need to know and start writing some stuff down and take some notes. So my goal, so I usually teach them some processes and I have a few videos, but that's my goal is to actually start making more videos and have online courses so that those different practices, uh, they'll have that video to reference. But, uh, currently a lot of times I'll show them, um, you know, and make some, give them some notes on their opportunity work or their quote homework, right. After a session to, so that they can keep working with the energies and, um, carry the benefits forward. Being a medium and I do readings for people. Uh, I have, uh, this trouble with people that, uh, I give them the information and then they use their free will and their ego and they turn it all around and they try to turn it around 
or they come back to me later and they go, oh, those things you told me, Daniel, they didn't work. And I, and I say, well, it didn't work because you tried to change it around, correct? And they go, well, I go, yeah, well, not that I know. So, uh, how do you, well, how do you know? Because you're talking to me, and that's how you know. But do you, do you have a pretty good success rate? Do you have return people or do or do your clients more or less uh, after they learn do they are they okay to go on their own or do you do you tell them that you know you should come back for a refresher now and then I mean they're going to see more benefits if they come back for refreshers and honestly the some of the people that I've had the best success with well uh, I have I'm thinking of one client in particular and she she would do some of the homework, but she liked me to come guide the sense and she liked the energy healing aspect of it. This is the way she felt afterwards. Um, so she liked doing continuing sessions, um, but other people it's like, I mean, I'm sure you have this too. So, you know, um, you could do like a, a package of visits or I have what's like a transformational breakthrough where it's, that's kind of my big, you know, like let's break through everything uh, or the major, the major things. And so if they go through that, which that's like an eight to 10 hour process, which if you think about doing um, visiting with a therapist, talk therapy, you know, some people go for years and never see results. Eight to 10 hours, you can see a lot of results. And then with the energy healing on top of it, um, it's, I've had some really awesome, um, experiences that people have shared with me about how they see more possibility. They feel better in their bodies. Right. You could explain it to them this way. Well, you could do eight to 10 hours with me, or if you learn to fly, it's going to take 160 hours and you only go up for 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, I try to use analogies with people. So they, it helps them to understand things, especially like my favorite analogy is telling them, you know, uh, I will give you the information, but it's up to you to, to, to decide whether or not you're going to use that information. And the way that I say decide is in the same way, if you were my friend and you had an alcohol problem, you're an alcoholic, I would tell you, I will, I will take you to Alcohol Anonymous and keep, take you to classes and uh, I'll keep you away from bars and, and, and clubs and stuff like that, even though, you know, there's nothing wrong with a good strip club. But uh, I will tell them, I'll, I'll help you do this. But until you choose to stop drinking, no matter what I say, is not going to make any difference to you. So you have to want to be in this. You have to, like you say, you have to do your homework to find out how to help yourself because if you don't want to do it or you want me to do it all for you, it's not, you're not going to get the same results out of it, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually, unfortunately, a problem I see with people too. And and I did it myself, so I get it. But they people wait till they're at the very bottom where right. they just can't take the pain anymore right. before they're really willing to make that full commitment sometimes. Well, if you want to, you can use that whole alcoholism thing and the strip club part if you want to. I mean, that <laughs> makes them laugh a little bit. But uh, yeah, you, you have to give them some type of... Uh, um, some type of, of, of way to actually get them up off their couch you know, and take their thumb out of their butt and actually actually go out and do something for because people, they, 
like I said, we live in this world right now where people want a quick fix for everything and they want it to happen right now. I mean, you and I, we remember what dial up was like, you know, the kids today, they don't know, they don't know that stuff. They want it. You know, they want their internet yesterday. So uh, getting people to uh, understand the process that it goes through to get healed takes sometimes a, a long time because it, because it took a long time to make you this way being this depressed or having this pain it's going to take a long time to get you out of it yeah yeah and actually i have a, with my intake process i give them a task to do before we will even get started if they don't do that task i'm not going to work with you because you're not going to do the work and you're not going to get results and you're going to blame it on me and get results so yeah, because you got to make sure they want to do it. Uh, like when I would do readings for people, I still do them. Uh, I had a girl come to me one time, this, this couple, these two girls, and I did a reading for the one girl, but the other girl, she starts asking me questions. And because I get yes and no answers, the first question I ask is, is this person telling me the truth when they're asking questions? And this girl was telling me untruthful questions. And she and I said, is she telling the truth? And I got, no. She, so she's manipulating the questions? Yes. And she's talking along, and I go, stop. She's like, what? I said, you got to ask me truthful questions. You're trying to ask me manipulated questions so you can get your own truth, so you can have some power and control of your girlfriend that she doesn't know about, but she knows about now because I just told it to her, That because all you want to do is uh, you don't care about her feelings. You just want to have control of her. And she's like, wait a minute. What? How'd you know that? And I said, because you're sitting across from the fucking medium. That's how I know that. And uh, so if you want to ask me truthful questions, then we'll proceed. But she did. And then afterwards, uh, after I gave her the answer, she did this, Angela. She went, mm-hmm. I said, are you humming? And she said, huh? I said, so her girlfriend said, she's humming. She said, oh, she does that to me all the time. I said, yeah, she's blocking you out. She doesn't like the truth. She's trying to block me out. Here's your money back. Have a nice night. And I walked away. Now, so do you ever have people who say, they want to come to you for help, but they really don't want to help from you. And they, they try to fight against you with that help. Um, yeah, but I think because I, I give them the tasking, they kind right. of weed themselves out by on in that process. So you so don't do it. I'm like, right. If you're not going to work ready. with me, then I can't work with you per se. Mm-hmm. How long was it before you figured out you needed to do that? <laughs> so actually, that was one of the things that uh, we learned in our neurolinguistic programming training. That was uh, a tip that they gave us, and it has it serves me very well. So your trainer knew the same thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, people because people say they want your help sometimes, but they don't always want your help all the time because they want to fight against it because. There's just some negativity there that's not willing to to let go of, which is an unfortunate thing. But you know, if you're you're coming to us for help, you would think they would want that. But I don't I don't always know what the end game is with that. But I I don't choose to go find out what that end game is. Even when I I talk to people who are about to wake up from this, uh, what I have, and uh, I help them through it, and I let them know that you know. There are some people we can help in this world, and there's some who say they want our help, but they don't really. You have to let them go and then move on to the people that you can help. Yeah, yeah. And this is something I'm still currently working on, but it's also, you know, talking about again about vibration. It's starting to vibrate with 
the energy of who you want to work with. So do you sometimes pick up on that prior to like when you go to meet someone who says they want your help? Because being an empath, do, do you pick up on the, the negative energy? I'm sure you pick up on the negative energy, but do you pick up on the negative energy that they are about to, to, to give you? Like, oh, I want her help. I don't really want her help. Do you ever, do you ever, being an empath, does that help you with that as well? Uh, you know, I, I think I do uh, pick up on it, maybe even unconsciously that right. like I can feel that if they're not really ready or not really into it, they walk in and you go, oh, not willing to, to commit. Yeah. 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 They walk in and you go, Oh boy. <laughs> you know, and then you just know, but, but being the person that you are being the, the, the type of people we are, we do want to give them the benefit of the doubt. We want to try because it's, it's not just because, uh, oh, I got to get another client and make some money. It's not about that at all. It's about trying because you want to help people the best you can. Uh, but they have, again, they have to want to have the help. That's all. Luckily for you, you did through your training, you came up with a way to uh, to weed things out for you. So it's so it's not such a difficult process. Yeah, it it, it does bum me out though because I see people that I can help and I'm like I can help you I can yeah. help you you just be willing if you'd be willing to to do it and and give it a try I just see people continuing we call it being comfortable in their discomfort right yeah. you, don't have, you don't have to live that way and another point another place that it makes me that it really like tears at my heart is um with moms and and kids and I feel this way because um, I have a little nephew and um, I love my sister, but she has not done the inner work. <laughs> and we have a lot of anger and some other energies in our family that I've dealt with and worked through. But, you know, it's like if you don't heal your traumas, even if they're what you would consider little traumas, you're you're transmitting all of that to your child. And then we wonder why the children are growing up and having issues because it's the same patterns that have been carried forward. If you would do eight to 10 hours of work, you could clear your shit and then your children would be much better served. Yeah, I, I worked in prison for six years and I worked in medical records. So I was able to see their records there when they would go see the uh, psychiatrist and all that stuff. And but just by looking at that stuff. We look at them as being just inmates uh, or they did something bad, but checking out their psychiatry reports and all that, it stems back from their family. Their family's all totally screwed up. And, uh, you know, and these kids, they don't learn right from wrong and they learn all this bad stuff from everybody else. And then we wonder why they're in prison or why they're doing this stuff. Nine times out of 10, it's not just the child or the person, it's their whole family and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to... Uh, especially with your close personal family, knowing that you could take care of this and, uh, but the people who are around you don't want to do the effort as well. I just met a girl recently and, uh, and she's going through some, uh, some trauma right now with an illness. And I, I told her, I said, Hey, my name's Daniel Jackson. I'm a spirit medium. I see ghosts, blah, blah, blah. I see dead people, whatever. And uh, I do, uh, I do a healing energy and I could, I could help you with your chemo and help you, you know, so you're not feeling so down and all that stuff. And she just kind of blew me off. And I was like, okay. I mean, what else can I do at that point? I don't want to get 
too too much in their face or too preachy about it, you know. But uh, there's just that type of people. I just have to learn to let them go. And if you don't want my help, okay, no problem. But when it comes to your your even your personal family, that's kind of a hard deal as well, you know. I I have some family who are also, you know, some of them are are nice and some of them are just a pain in the patoot. They've done some deceitful things and you've been around for that. And, you know, you don't have to be that way. You can choose to not be that way. But, you know, everybody's got their lessons to learn. But uh, yeah, physical pain and, and, and traumatic pain and, 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 you carry it around like a suitcase. You know, I, I think some of my people, uh, my uh, relatives carry it around on a Samsonite that's so big and uh, indestructible. Trying to deal with that and trying to get them to release that is, it's it's tough. So so at that point, you just have to move on to others that you can help and not just worry about them anymore. Yeah, and, you know, and, and coming back, so as far as uh, chronic illnesses go, so my mom passed away from cancer in uh, 2011 on Valentine's Day. I believe she chose that day <laughs> purposely, but she had gotten ovarian cancer, did a whole holistic like physical, you know, juicing and went to this center and did all these feeling and she was cancer free, but she didn't heal the emotional wounds. Sure. And at the time I didn't have all these tools I have now. But looking back, I so then she the cancer came back up, up on her shoulder and she hid it from us and then it would they couldn't operate. So then you know, then from there it was um downhill. But uh like I said, looking back, I realized she didn't heal all that emotional and I believe she was uh, empathic also and uh, very energetically sensitive. And so just all the layers that build up throughout your life before you realize you're collecting all those layers every illness has an energetic component one because everything's energy but um you know so if you heal you can do the physical things to heal the illness but if you don't do the mental and emotional stuff you're setting yourself up to to fall back into that illness right and when you said that about drama being an empath i got this touch went all the way across my forehead meaning like super yes like she was super empathic but never really said anything about it and didn't know i don't think she knew i don't think she realized yeah yeah uh let me ask no she didn't realize it she she picked up on it the fact that it was happening and stuff like that but she never really put two and two together yeah as i tell everybody uh like when people ask me about this oh well how, can i take a class with you and become an, uh, uh, a medium no it, it comes through with your soul you you either have this or you don't and some people uh have it in their return trips when when they come back again and uh and you either wake up with it or you don't wake up from it uh and same same thing with empaths because not everybody is empathic i i meet a lot of them because spirit brings them to me and i try to help them with it but uh yeah, this is just something. It's it's not something that got passed down from like you got it from your mom. Like like if you like if you get something else, you know. Uh, but uh, this is just something that came with you. But you were both here at the same time with it in the same family. Uh, because uh, I don't know if you know this, but every time you come back, uh, they call reincarnation. You're just coming back because you don't fulfill your purpose enough. But each time you come back, you come back into the same family circle every single time. So don't bother looking. Yeah, my mom and I have definitely um, been 
in a lot of lifetimes together. I know. Yeah, you've been sisters a few times. You've been the mother a few times. She's been the mother a few times. Yeah, that's why I tell people don't bother with 23andMe or Ancestry.com because the person you're looking up that looks similarly like you 100 years ago was you. People don't realize that you're just wasting money uh, giving it to somebody so they can try to have a cool story for your friends. I have a question for you. When you do this, your your business, do you do this uh, from a uh, do you do it from your home or do you actually imp- try to implement this into your chiro- chiropractic business? Um, so I currently do it separate from. Okay, so it is a separate entity all, all in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was going to a chiropractor, we would get massages there as well, and it was just she was part of the business, but not. She was just working there with them, but doing the massages. But she she works in conjunction with the chiropractor, so they know exactly what points to touch and stuff like that, as far as doing the massage and everything. So I didn't know if you tried to implement that into it. I haven't with our chiropractic, but I do think that it would fit in really well with a holistic doctor or a functional medicine doctor, you know, because they're helping with that physical piece. Uh, and so I, I, that is another goal is to make some connections, um, some established holistic doctors right. and offer that, offer that other piece. So it truly is a holistic healing experience for their patients and they can really get their results. Right? Yeah. I just figured with the chiropractor, because people look, you know, still even today, they look at chiropractors different than they look at like regular doctors. They they don't see them as regular doctors. I do because my chiropractor back home in Delaware was, was awesome, and and he he helped me with with a lot of things. He found a uh, I had an accident at work and and uh, made sure that they uh, got everything right with my back because I had a, a disc out of place and everything. You know, I just figured with that, you know, I mean, hey, you know, you got one thing that's good about the chiropractor. Uh, you could bring your business over there. You know why? Because you're the freaking boss. That's why. <laughs> I mean, you know, just saying. But uh, but yeah. So are so is that what you're doing? You're trying to make contacts in that area, as finding try, trying to find holistic uh, doctors to do this with. Uh, that and then um, my husband actually had a great idea. He came across it somewhere, maybe going to some of the hospitals and even offering sessions to their. Um, like the energy healing sessions to the like cancer patients and some of the other people there. So I haven't started doing that yet. We actually just talked about that the other day. I talked to a woman who wanted a reading, but she really didn't need a reading. And I, I referred her to, to my friend who's the medical medium and she was doing Reiki and she was doing it at a clinic. So while there people were getting, uh, uh, treated for whatever there, they also had her come in and do Reiki sessions on it because because it wasn't necessarily connected to the hospital per se. It was just a different uh, a, a different business outside the hospital, but kind of connected to it. And that's why they were able to have her do it in it because they wouldn't let her officially go into the hospital and do this. But I don't know, it might be different out where you are or so was it like what was the clinic then that it was? Uh, it was just a it was just a, a, a health clinic. It was run by uh, it was actually run by a church, which was kind of uh, kind of unique. And then um, and she coming in, they liked what she did, but and she was there for about a year. But unfortunately, when they found out that 
she is, you know, more spiritual because the church people don't like spiritual people. You know, they think, oh, if you're not, you believe in God, so why aren't you going to church? Hmm, whatever. So, uh, but when they and when they found that out, they got rid of her. And I was like, that's crazy. And she said, I was booked all the time, Daniel. I, I was, I was booked there five days a week, eight hours a day, and and it was going great. But when they found out I was just spiritual and not religious. Then that's when they they had a problem with it, and I was like, that just doesn't make sense. But if you're going to a, if you find a holistic doctor, then I I can't see why they wouldn't want to have you there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, it's just trying to make the context. It, it, it would be a good fit. It's just you know, it's just going to be going out there and and making those connections. And now that you're 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 full time planted here, now you have the opportunity to do that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So before we leave, uh, what would uh, what is some advice you would give to people who who need this type of healing, and how can my uh, listeners find you? Because we're going to put your your links up for everything that you do, so they will be able to find you. Let's hear it from your own voice. All right. So first of all, I would say that. It um, healing does not have to be difficult. I think sometimes people think it's going to be too much work or um, take too much time. Sure. And really, it doesn't have to. Um, once you learn some of the tools and practices, you know, get some of the healing work, learn the tools, just incorporate them daily, just like, you know, like a yoga practice or a workout or, you know, meditation doesn't mean you have to sit for two hours. I like to, and I can sit for two hours, but if it's, a, you know, I go in for 10 minutes and it's two hours later. I'm like, what the heck? So. But even if you can fit five minutes and, and just fitting the practices in, you know, don't let it um, seem overwhelming. Right. Cause it, it doesn't have to rule your life. Yeah. But, but it will help your life. So the pain you're going through doesn't, doesn't rule your life anymore. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that was pretty good, wasn't it? I just came up with it just like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that shit comes from, but I know where. So, uh, yeah, so, there. so um, yeah. yeah, and I, I have a, a survey um, that is just a couple of questions. I think it's three, maybe four questions. I went and, online and saw that survey. I was like, mm, you know, I'll wait till after I do the interview with her and then I'll do the survey. Yeah, and so if anybody, you know, resonates with uh, with the conversation we've had here tonight, if they wanted to fill out the survey, it just asked you know, like, what are you dealing with right now that you could use some support with a way to connect with me to, if, if they want to explore it further, or again, I, you know, my goal is to start putting together some courses and some online materials so people can start working with some of the practices. And so, you know, I'd love to hear from, from your, your viewers, your listeners, what they're, what they most need right now. And then I can start putting content out there, material out there that can help them. Absolutely, because then what, whatever answers you get, you can come up with your program from instead of just trying to sit there and go, mm, man, what am I going to do now? I don't know. Come on, answers. But, yes. Uh, yeah, it's better to get it from, from real live people instead of just trying to think about ourselves. Yeah, because I have lots of things, you know, I'm like, I can teach you breathing practices. I can teach you energy medicine. I can teach you tapping for this and for that. I have so many tools. So, you know, tell me what you guys are looking for and and I can deliver some things that will help you. 
Absolutely. And that's the way that's, that's the best way to, to get it to hear from them. I ask questions to spirit all the time, but I don't always ask. I ask questions that I need and I ask some other questions, but I don't always ask the right questions that somebody else needs until they actually ask it to me. And then I get the answer. I tell them, you know, I've never even thought I have to ask. So thanks for telling me that. So where can, where absolutely can my listeners find you? Yes. So, um, Nebraska. <laughs> right around. Angela! Angela! Shiitake! Angela! Where are you at? No, no, that doesn't work. You don't want that anyway. Beautiful summer is here, but the winter's a little cold, so yeah, come, yeah. come in summer. Um, but yeah, so on Instagram, Angela Shakti Sparks. I'm on uh, Facebook. I believe it's... I hope you'll, you'll have the links, right? I think it's... Yes, Shakti I have the links, yes. Coaching. And I have a... Um, a group that's a sacred soul sisterhood. That one is more geared towards women. I do have another one um, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that includes men. Yeah, you women. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if they'll connect with me with one of the one of the ways that we have, or the survey would be great, and then they can put their email, and then I'll be able to share. I'm, I'm going to start growing my YouTube channel and like i said just putting more content out for people so uh if they want to do the survey connect with me i'll make sure and and let them know what what's new and coming up oh that's awesome that's awesome well you know what i'm just glad to have you on the show i'm glad we finally uh got that to get together to have the show i know it took a little while but like we said you know the, the universe works in ways that we, we can't always get it together the way we want it together. We get it together in their time when it's supposed to happen. So, and this is what it was supposed to happen. And I was perfectly fine with it because, you know, every time you said you couldn't make it, I just had more time to go, uh, you know, hang out on Facebook and look at dumb stuff. But uh, <laughs> not that I do every day, but, you know, it is what it is. So I'm glad we were here. Uh, fine time for sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And and I enjoyed watching your candles in the background. That was kind of cool. They're flickering all over the place. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad we got that. got to talk today. And I'm glad, uh, um, again, when I do this show, I do it because we don't see enough of this anywhere. I, uh, I got tired of watching the TV shows that uh, say, oh, well, we got some new information for you. And then they tell you something that you already knew from 1970. You know, there's not enough truth out there. And the only way that this truth is going to get out there is if it's put out there. And I got tired of not enough truth being out there. So when people contact me, uh, like when I got a hold of, when I was talking to uh, uh, everybody, everybody I talk to, they, they, they get a hold of me. and. Um, when I talk to them, uh, like when I talked to Sarah and she mentioned you, I said, well, all right, and then uh, reach out. And then, but the, but the first thing I do, uh, this is going to sound strange, though, the first thing I do is I ask Spirit, is this a guest that I need to have on my show? And if I get a no, I had a guy uh, reach out to me and said, hey, uh, I'm into paranormal and I see all kinds of stuff and all this stuff. And as he's talking to me, typing to me, I got, no. And I said, sorry, but can't have you on the show. Oh, why not? I said, well, because I'm a medium and I listen to my spirit guides and they're actually telling me right now that you would not be a good guest for my show. It may be for someone else's, but not for mine. And he said, okay, I, I can, I can, I'm okay with that. And I said, 
oh, good, because I'm okay with it. Have a great day. And uh, so uh, when I asked about you, they said, absolutely, yes. So I said, so I said, all right, this will be cool. Uh, but uh, like we said, it took a little bit of logistics, but we got, we got it out there. And, um, and now my listeners got a whole bunch of information because a lot of the things that you talk about, I'm in that space sort of, but I'm not in your lane. So uh, I, I don't know about that stuff. And then you mentioned, like you said, you, you went for training with us as well. This was an, an easy road for you to do this, I would imagine. You, know? you had a lot to learn yourself, correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's It's been a, <laughs> a journey. You know, part of it too is like with the energy healing, allowing it and trusting in right. what's coming through. Um, and then combining it with the, with all the other training and, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people in this, in the same way, but not, I always tell them you have to be able to listen to spirit, but you also have to be able to follow through with what they're telling you. And if you're not following through and you're trying to change it around or you don't trust it, then why are you even here with me? So so come to me when you can trust them and trust yourself enough to actually follow through with what they're telling you to do. Uh, but because if they don't follow through with it, again, they're just, they're wasting their own time, they're wasting their money, and they're sort of wasting my time as well when I could be helping someone else who really wants to follow through with it. So yeah, you have to be willing and you have to be very trusting of where this information is coming from and, and, and trying to follow through with it. So yesterday we had uh, Angela Shitake Sparks on here. Uh, what, what would you call yourself? I mean, because I call myself a spirit medium. So what is it, your actual title that you go by? Uh, yeah, so I would say uh, intuitive energy healer and transformation guide, because I guide you to release what doesn't serve you and reclaim your joy and your health which are your natural states of being that you've just forgotten or they're buried in all the layers of stuff. So I help you come back to your, tr to your truth. You're a releaser of crap. <laughs> a releaser of crap. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But it's just a better way that you say that's much, this was my shorter way. Oh, I, again, I'm glad to have you on here, Alanja, Angela. Alanja, why did I say that? I don't know. Angela, and uh, I, know, I know. So like I said, we're going to put uh, all your links up here so my uh, audience can find you because uh, they need to find you. Because like I said, uh, I only have people on here who will tell the truth. And my audience needs to listen and find you because you are... Uh, I know where you're getting your source of energy from. So, uh, so, and he's a good guy. Uh, yes. And, uh, yes. I love that. Thank you so much. That, that was a beautiful insight for me and thank you for having me on your show. I, I really enjoyed this and. It's been, it's been pretty good, right? The show. <laughs> yeah. I love having you on. I, I like looking at your candles. You got nice candles in the background. As I tell everybody, uh, Thanks for hanging out with Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson and me. Uh, be good and don't do any stupid shit. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>